0: Hey guys, welcome to the show. It has been an amazing season. It's been an amazing time. It's been a season like no other. I've said that time and time again. Uh, I want to welcome you to the very last episode of the season, the 2020-2021 season. It's been an amazing season from the leagues, the Champions League, the domestic cups, and even the international competition. the the Copa america the uefa euro competition it was an amazing time an, an amazing summer uh and i know you would agree with me the euros was was on point it was fanatic action from every center if if you blinked an eye you probably missed an action what what a fantastic fantastic uh tournament and talk about the new generation of football it was a tournament for the new bloods. It was a tournament for those that desired to be counted amongst the elites of modern-day football. Fantastic showing from Italy. All the fans of Italy, uh, I know you guys are buzzing with energy. It, 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 Italy was one of the uh, favorites to win the tournament, alongside um, the English national team, Belgium, you know, France, and the likes. But of- yeah, Italy was always always amongst uh the big names to win the trophy, and eventually they went from stride to stride and uh, what a fantastic turnout at the final and great great penalty taken from um, the Italian side, especially from the goalkeeper Yanogi Donnarumma, one of the new generations in the modern day uh, game of football and looking at the the Copa america fantastic fantastic timeout for Argentina the fifth final and counting, they finally, finally got their hands on what is the pride of the South American nations. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you to the Locker Room Podcast with Rose Views, and I'm Rose Views, I'm your host today. It's all about the, the finals, the international friendly and international competitions rather, and then we're going to wrap up what has been an amazing 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 season sit back relax it promises to be a great time it is always always a great time on the show We start today's show at Buenos Aires, the capital city of Argentina, home to two of the greatest ever to play the beautiful game of football, no other than Diego Armando Maradona and Lionel Andres Messi. Talk about a fairy tale tournament. Talk about uh, what it means to suffer for a long time and then definitely emerge champions at the end of the day. Football is all about, you know, striving to get to that end result, it's all about you waking up every day and putting in an effort, irrespective of the result, you keep fighting, you keep fighting, you never say never, and definitely you would have your chance to be champion, and you would have your chance to sing a song of victory, and that that is what the Copa America was for Argentina, from the group stage, you know, initially the tournament was to be hosted in two nations Argentina and Colombia but due to um COVID restrictions uh it was moved to Brazil uh fans across the world had their complaints that you know Brazil hosted the last one uh, Brazil uh, won the last Copa America why do you want to host the new one at the backyard of the defensive of the defending champions uh, uh, Brazil that it was was kind of um biased but you know, the, the, the tournament started, group stage action for Argentina. Talk about Bolivia, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Chile. The first game was a 1-0 draw against Chile. Uh, very, very tight performance, but it was a bit cagey. The same with the Euros, you know, the first the group stage. Um, the, the teams were kind of trying to understand the best system, the best approach, the, the best formation. And players to put on put on the pitch to get the best result, but gradually the winner. The victory against Uruguay propelled them. Victory against Paraguay. And, and, and then a trashing against Bolivia. Fantastic, fantastic timeout for them. Look at the quarterfinals against Ecuador. Fantastic performance from the Argentine side. I think the 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 the, the toughest game not looking at the final was the semi-final you know that game against colombia was something was a very very difficult game argentina had to fight for every single thing you know colombia on their day a very very difficult side to beat and it was glaring on the day you know argentina scoring the first goal very 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 difficult to, to to defend their lead and eventually uh colombia got the equalizer and the game went to penalties you know uh one what what i looked at at the game in penalties you know the the last um two finals argentina played in were penalty shootouts against um chile back-to-back losses against chile and both of them and then in penalties and chile won on the day so I, i i thought that would um affect you know be a psychological threshold for argentina to surpass and looking at how they went about playing those penalties they out of four takers they were able to convert three of them uh rodrigo de paul who was the second penalty taker missed his own penalty on the day Lionel messi converted his penalty uh paredes converted his penalty and uh lataro martinez converted his penalty but kudos to emiliano martinez you know he's made, he made crucial saves across the, he made a crucial save against Chile, made a crucial, in virtually all the games, but that penalty shooter, that penalty shooter was one of the things that propelled Argentina, it gave them, uh, it it, it reaffirmed their, their belief that they can go in the final and they can definitely win, you could see the, the 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 amount of pressure that the players were on. Look at Lionel Messi with every kick. Look at his reaction for every penalty kick. Even when the Paul lost his penalty, he still walked up to him and him. You know, it, it, it was more of a team performance that we've seen in Argentina for a while. You know, Argentina, the mindset was they had Lionel Messi. So, the fact that they had Messi on the pitch was like that's all they needed but this this argentina team or this argentine team you could see that every single player gave their all you know talk about montiel molina emiliano martinez you know uh, otamendi lucolas otamendi cheliafico arcuna gredo rodriguez rodrigo de paul paredes you know fantastic players like taro martinez um, Papu, Alexandro, Papu Gomez, fantastic player. Nicolas Gonzalez, fantastic player. Okay, Sergio Kun Aguero, all the players, and even Angel Di Maria, you know, atoning for all the finals he's missed in the past and um, scoring against Brazil to give Argentina the the their most valid um, valued um, trophy, which is the Copa America. That is a starting point for what will be many, many more successes for the Argentine national team. The final at the soccer city in Rio de Janeiro at Maracanã, one of the most decorated um football arena in in the world. You know what a backstory, what a back cover to what has been a a fantastic tournament. Um Brazil were fantastic. Lucas Baqueta was fantastic in the tournament. Neymar electric ball um um, looking at for, for Gabriel he just just uh, a, a brain freeze moment and he gets a red card and he misses uh the final uh, very very unfortunate for for Brazil uh looking at the final it was a very very even final um Tite, you know he had a plan he had a plan they they tried to suffocate argentina but argentina kept on they 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 defended with with, with vigor it was a, it was a very very high spirited performance from argentina you know their their the the approach of the game for for argentina throughout the copa america was you know go ahead first and try to i wouldn't say defend but try to manage uh the game you know their their id i think in virtually all the games they scored first and they tried to you know dictate the game slow the rhythm of the game down control the game and make the opponent react to how they play, which uh, was was very much instrumental in their road to the final. And even in the final, they had to do much more because um, um, Brazil kept on loading them with players. You know, Vinicius came in, uh, Barbosa came in. Everyone was in. Neymar had to move back into number ten position. It was you know it was very very difficult for Argentina to keep up. with is. Abilities and um, yellow cards were distributed around the Argentine midfield. It was a very, 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 very strong performance for leonard Messi. It wasn't the best performance in the Copa America by a margin, but I believe he had done the required, what was required of him. You know, four goals, five assists. You know, top assist uh, sister in 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 the league, highest goal scorer in in in. in in the, in the Copa America, also the best player. You know, the second time is the only player that's done that twice. He did that in 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 the 2014-2015 Champions League season. He was the highest goal scorer, the highest assist, and best player in the Champions League that year. And he's done that yet again in another competition. It just shows you the brilliance of 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 Lionel Messi and why he's he's one of the best players ever. To play the game, and and you 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 could see the the passion, you could see the emotions that that overflow the players, the Argentine players. The moment the whistle was blown, Lionel Messi on his knees, all the players running towards him. You know, look at look out! The finals that they they missed over over the couple of years. You know, two thousand seven, they played in the final, they lost to Brazil. You know, two thousand eleven, they lost, I think, to Uruguay. Two thousand and fifteen to Chile, sixteen to Chile, the, the in the anniversary of the Copa America, in two thousand and fourteen, World Cup final to to um, on the the German side, you know, Mario Gotza um very, very much instrumental for the German side on, on the on the day. Series of losses for Argentina in the final and even the, the twenty nineteen Copa America being knocked out at the, in the quarterfinal or semi-final now by Brazil with two goals to nil frustration frustration for the argentine national team but for them to be victorious after several trials it just shows you what it means to be persistent you know it's not about going down it's what you do when you're down do you stay down or do you stand up to fight again they kept fighting and and this tournament 2021 was the time for argentina to get their hands on one of their most prized trophy as a national team, and kudos that um to Lionel Messi that he was able to achieve one of the one of I would say his dreams as 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 a football player. I know every player has a dream, and he's been able to accomplish one for the national team, which is to win uh, an international competition for for the national team. And then kudos to him, very very. A monumental achievement for him, and even if you look at the um, Ballon d'Or race, it still puts him in prime position to win uh, his seventh Ballon d'Or come um, December. But moving from the the from from the continent to Europe right now, uh, what a fantastic tournament! Did the, the Euros gave us one of the most interesting competitions we've seen? And in the last four or five years, you know, you couldn't predict that that, that, there's nothing like a a, small nation, a big nation. Look at the likes of Hungary, Slovakia, Ukraine, Czech Republic, you know, Denmark. These aren't nations you'd really propel to go far in the tournament, but they showed us what they're capable of. You know, Netherlands game, they played a fantastic game. Unfortunately, they lost out early, you know. France had all the stars. They had Antoine Griezmann, Karim Benzema, Kylian Mbappe. But their 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 overall team play wasn't at the level that we would expect them to be. And look at a fantastic display from Switzerland. Fantastic, fantastic display. Spain were okay, but Spain lacked the the cutting edge. I think Spain would have played in the final if they had more attacking force you know it, it, the the attack was blunt good performance in terms of the approach of the game in terms of the ideology of the game against the italians um the the, the spanish side absolutely dominated the italians but at the end of the day uh on penalties you know uh the 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 spanish the spanish takers just fluffed their lines and and it's been a trend you know even in the world cup spain lost out of the world cup to russia on penalty so it's something that the spanish national team needs to work on you know their ability to convert from the penalty spot. I, 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 most people complain that there were no Real Madrid players like Sanj Marco Asensio, you know, Lucas Vasquez, Sergio Ramos. These are players that could have done um, much more for the Spanish national team, but then it, it is what it is. And um, great, great performance, great outing for the Spanish national team. Uh, they started very poorly, but from the final group stage game, the to the round of to the to the knockout stages, you know. Um they started playing fantastic football. They started dominating there. We saw a better uh um, Spanish side And, and what can we say about Pedri? Fantastic, the young player of the tournament is a fantastic, fantastic player. And the future just looks very, very bright for him. And let's see what Football club Barcelona have for him. I know several people compare him to Andres Iniesta, but in my own in, in my own opinion, I, I don't think you could compare both players. They are two two separate players. I don't think Pedri is gonna feel the boots of Andres Iniesta. I think Pedro is gonna create his own boot, and then we have other players that we compare to Pedro. You know, I believe he's gonna be so. So monumental to to the victories Barcelona would have in the near future with the likes of uh, you know uh Frankie de Young and Memphis Depay and the likes of the players that they would have in the future is just a fantastic fantastic investment from from the from the perspective of football club Barcelona. Looking at other teams um like like Belgium, but I, I think Belgium didn't have enough. They are, they are, the, the approach they, they, they adopted for the Euros was a counter-attack um, approach and two of their key players were in on 100% form, you know, uh, Kevin De Bruyne and Eden Hazard. Injuries here and there, even within the tournament, both were injured, but Kevin De Bruyne was still able to uh, play a couple games more, but I think he needed more helping hands. He needed people to help the side. And gradually, time is running out for uh, the Belgians, uh, and I think they, they have the World Cup next season. And um, let's see what they can do. But I don't think if they keep up with these performances, I do not think they will be. Uh, they they will win the World Cup. But who am I to judge? You know, football has its way of showing us the... that the things that we do not see you know look at look at the english national team it was coming home it was coming home it was coming home till it went wrong so uh it, it was it was just about it's more about what you do on the day not the potential of what the team could achieve it's what the team achieves on the day that matters and looking at the champions italy what a great team i think that team uh has a lot to prove in the, in, in the future for, from now, you know. It's a great team, you know, Jorginho winning the Champions League and uh, coming to win the, the Euros. Fantastic achievement for him. The likes of um, Federico Chiesa, very, very influential to the team. Spinazzola, unfortunate he wasn't able to play the final, but great. And what can we say about the, the defensive pairing of Chiellini and Bonucci? These guys... Have I've uh, have done it all? They've played at the highest level. Two of the most understanding um defenders in terms of the appearing fantastic tournament from from them. Very 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 good. De Lorenzo, he had his ups and downs, but the team had found a way to galvanize themselves and move forward. Locatelli, brilliant brilliant goals in the in in, in, in the group stage. uh um, it was very good in the group stage, but as the tournament went on, I think his game, his game gradually, gradually dropped. But, but then it is what it is. Berardi was very, very good. Anytime it was called on, fantastic, fantastic. Um, Veratti eventually when, when he was fit to play was, was, was instrumental to the side. Fantastic team. Fantastic team. Giannigi Donnarumma play out the tournament. It, it, it was a great outing for Mancini. And, um, they deserve to be champions they really walked out for what for what they wanted and eventually they got it and uh, looking at the the opposition in terms of the finals the 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 three lines uh i think uh gary southgate is idea to the game was quite flawed um yeah the england scored early from luke shaw Uh, And it was a momentary uh, lapse in concentration from the Italians. But England got their foot in front. But I think from that point, they sat back. Harry Kane was in the centre half. You know, Harry Kane, that's supposed to be the point man, that's supposed to, you know, pin and put Chiellini and Bonucci on their toes. He sat back. Everyone sat back. I think his approach was too defensive. It was negative. In my opinion, England should have looked for the second goal in that time where they dominated the game, you know. When they scored, the Italians were rattled, their cage were rattled, they were shocked. So, if England could have capitalized in that moment and put the game to bed, I believe uh, it, it would have gone home. But what we saw was a different scenario, you know. England sat back, sat back, sat back and eventually Bonucci got the equalizer and um lucky enough uh the game should have been done and dusted by the italians in 19 minutes but it wasn't to be sterling also had um, a penalty shot again um prior to what happened in the semi-finals but it wasn't to be for england and in the penalties um very very i think the the the, the selection from england very very poor uh in terms of how they selected who took the penalties, I wouldn't fault Rashford and Sancho. These are players that have the potential to be able to convert in a penalty uh, in 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 a, in a penalty situation based on the levels that they attained for their clubs. But I would say for the fifth penalty, Bukayo Saka, for me is a fantastic is a fantastic player, one of the best England have in their squad. But to put that put that pressure on a young player that is not necessarily a penalty taker i don't think he's taking any penalty for arsenal throughout the time he's played at arsenal at top professional level why put the the pressure the aspirations the hope of the nation on his shoulders he could have taken any other penalty set but not that final penalty um gary Sarges, you know that the penalties can get to a point whereby it's 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 uh, it's die once. meaning once you take a penalty, if you miss it, it's all over. I think the likes of Rohim um, Sterling should have been there, you know, to take the penalty instead of Bukayo of Saka. I think you should have found a way to, you know, save him from having to face that amount of pressure. But unfortunately but Kyle Saka steps up against Yanagi Donnarumma, and Donnarumma was the bigger man at the end of the day. He saved the penalty, and Italy were crowned champions. But fair, fair, fair outing for the three Lions, although in the semi-final, um, they they were controversial calls in the semi-final. The penalty that ultimately sent England to the final, you know, um, Ryan Sterling said to have supposedly dived And um, Harry Kane steps up to play the penalty, misses the penalty, but but uh, it was faster than Schmeichel in reacting to the rebound, and it finally propelled um, England to the final. Great, great performance from the English side. Uh, Denmark, one of the teams that we all fell in love with, you know, losing their captain in what could have been a very, very great occasion that, that is the Euros, but they found a way to play out of that. They took that that event and he it fueled it their performance they they were much more motivated to play very very strong performance from all of them and and what can i say about dams guard's goal against england one of the goals of the tournament i think that goal and patrick chic's goal should be uh, the best goal of the tournament but all in all it was a fantastic fantastic tournament what was your own standout moment what was uh what stood out for you, your best players, your best team, uh, your teams, did they meet your expectation? Were they able to play to the standards that you would love? And I think standout moments for me, Switzerland, um, for Switzerland against France, um, Jan Sommer, fantastic penalty. Um, Spain against Italy, the game, one of the best game in, in the tournament. You know, Belgium, Portugal, and Hazard's goal fantastic. Look, at Madrid strike fantastic. Patrick Sheik was on point in the tournament for me, one of the best players of the tournament. I think he should have won the best player in the tournament, but uh, he didn't get to the final. So I think that, that those are part of the things that know that that, that ruled him out of that um, individual award. But fantastic, fantastic outing for them. And uh, looking at the, the, the Ukrainian side, very, very good team there from from Shevchenko gradually gradually they will begin to grow into what as what would be a very very interesting team to watch Yamalenko also with a fantastic fantastic strike it was a fantastic tournament all in all uh, let's see what the World Cup the next international um uh, competition has to offer next season what team's Would you be backing? Will you be backing the same team as you backed in the Euros? What improvement are you looking um, to have? You're looking for your team to have, and uh, let's see what the World Cup has to offer. And it's not just going to be the the European teams. Now we're going to have the African nations. We're going to have the South American nations. You know, Argentina having won the Copa America, will be looking to see if they can take that spirit to the final in qatar come 2022 and that is it for the season ladies and gentlemen an amazing amazing season there's no better way than to draw the curtain like what we had in the international competitions fantastic fantastic competition and uh i would like to use this avenue to thank Everyone that has been listening from the very first episode to this very episode. Fantastic, fantastic comments from you guys. All your comments, all your all your ideas uh has been very much instrumental in how we structure the episode. And uh without you guys, there'll be no podcast. I really like the the energy that you guys showed in this very first season. It's been an amazing time discussing football with you guys. It's been an amazing time on the show, and let's see what we can do next season. Hope to see you guys next season. The the pre seasons are about to start. All the teams are training right now, and let's see what next season has to offer. All the fans are ready. What's your team gonna finish with? What do you expect? You know the transfer windows open. Are you guys gonna get Dynamo players from the international? competitions we will be seeing on uh, the likes of patrick Sheik in a premier league team you know like manchester united probably manchester City, arsenal where are we gonna see these guys ellen Haaland. is it gonna be in chelsea all those talking points we will be joining you guys yet again on the show for next season right now i like to say goodbye to you guys enjoy the rest of the summer it's really really been amazing doing this with you guys and uh i really like you to follow us on all our social media, listen to all the episodes. If this is your very first time on the show, uh, we have our episodes on, on all the podcasting platforms, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, and on Anchor. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LR with Rose of Views, one word, or you can check the link in the description of the episode. And see you guys next time on the show. See you guys next season. It's going to be a an even better season than we've had. You know why? The fans are back in the stadium. Stay safe, guys. See you next time. Peace.